Hey, everybody, it's Brian. Thank you for coming back to enjoy another episode of Beyond the Writer. Today, we're going to be talking to Bodine52. Bodine's a writer and a content creator from the great state of Michigan. He's a stand-up guy with some great content and is involved in some really great things in the community. So without any further ado, let's get into it. All right, Mr. Bodine52. Welcome, sir. How are you? Hey, brother. Great to see you. Great to be on. I appreciate the invite. Great to have you taken the time out. I appreciate it, sir. So for those of you that don't know you, which shame on them, I'll say. Uh, (laughs) Could you tell us a little bit about your channel? Sure. Uh, My channel goes by the name of Bodine52. My name happens to be Bob. Go figure, right? So I have been... uh, Putting out contact, mostly a moto vlogger for about a year and a half, maybe a year and nine months, something like that. Um, you know, do stuff with my 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 wife, gear reviews. You know, I can talk forever, so I get on the motorcycle and see a tree that looks orange, and all of a sudden I'm make, trying to make a vlog of it, right? So uh, um, I, I just really love love doing it, for sure. So That's awesome. But pretty, pretty easy going channel. I got my wife on as much as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and... Uh, people seem to like her better than me. She's prettier than I am. So you know how that goes. So Well, you can just, you can run off the revenue then. You can get her to do all the work. <laughs> That's what you got to do. You have an yeah. income stream now. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. So what got you on two wheels? You know, it, it, it's interesting. When I, um, I never grew up around bikes. I really okay. did. My family didn't ride bikes. Um, and I was actually in college. I don't know. I was probably a junior in college and lived off campus with a couple of buddies. And one of the guys had a bike, right? And I said, Hey, let me, let me ride that around. Awesome. And, uh, started taking it into, uh, into class and into town every now and then. And I don't even remember what the heck it was. I, I, I do remember it's, it's funny doing these. You, you think about things that you forget. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I remember the first time I wrote it, we lived in this little lake, little country type community and probably five miles off of campus. I remember taking around the block the first time. I figured that probably makes sense. And I didn't get the whole thing about your eyes. The bike follows your eyes. And I ended up almost into a cornfield um, with the bike because I really, (laughs) I really, I really didn't know what, uh, what the heck I was doing. So, uh, and that's what it really started. And then when I left school, I really didn't start riding until maybe five or six years ago. Um, And, you know, my wife was a, no, you're not going to ride. It's dangerous, right? Don't think you should do that. And so I, I, it's funny, one Sunday morning we were on and said, let's have breakfast. So I went out and had breakfast and I said, hey, let's stop by the motorcycle store, right? And I wanted to try to, I wanted to try to to get her okay with it. So Mm -hmm. kind of showed her a couple motorcycles. I was just looking around and had her sit on a couple bikes and she's like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, and I said, you know, I'm thinking about buying one I'll get a used one to try for a while. I haven't rode since college and that was maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 times. Right. And, uh, and she kind of was like, Hey, this isn't so bad. And I said, I'll tell you what, if I get a used one, I'll take a training class. So, you know, I don't hurt myself. Right. And she started to feel better about that. Right. And, uh, Sure enough, she went from no way, don't ride a bike to now she's like, when can we go on the bike? That's so awesome. Amazing how that happens. 
It, it's amazing too. And it's what I love about your channel to have your spouse involved. It's always so much better. It makes the adventure so much better because you're not taking time away. You're building those memories together, which I think is yeah. fantastic. I, I think it's brought us together closer, to be honest with you, to, mm -hmm. to ride together and, and have comms to talk together. I, I think it's it's been much better for our relationship, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, it's nice, too, because you get away from the, the social media. You get away from everything. It's just the two of you and you're kind of right. Yeah. Did you start with your current bike or what bike did you start with? No, I actually, um, it, it's funny. Once I decided to do that, um, I was visiting my sister and a guy had a Suzuki C50T on okay. the street and his driveway. Oh, the so, touring one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went down and, uh, I went down and I was talking to my sister and I said, Hey, I'm going to go down and look at that motorcycle. So the guy came out. I could, actually, I looked at his wife wasn't, his wife was there. He wasn't there. So I looked at it. I'm like, hey, I might come back to ride it. And so I came back the next day and, uh, you know, it's still the same. Um, you know, hey, guy, you, you, you ride around the block if you reckon it's yours type deal, right? So, <laughs> uh, so I took it around the block. No pressure. Again, <laughs> again, still wasn't really good because I remember going in a, in a cul-de-sac and I couldn't get the eye thing going. And sure enough, I almost rode up on a driveway and down a sidewalk to get back in the road. And, it's funny now thinking about it. I forgot about that, but I went back and bought that bike and I had it about three months, uh, maybe two months. Um, I think I paid 3,500 bucks for it or something like that. And I traded in for 2,500 bucks. So it cost me like a grand for three months. But as soon as I started riding it again, I loved it. I'm like, I'm just going to go buy a bike I want. That's awesome. So, yeah. I, now, did yeah. you take the class first? Cause I, I, <laughs> I rode originally before I took my class for, I don't know, about 1,500 miles. And I had the same experience. I, I pulled out into the main street the first time I rode. Yeah. Cars cars coming, which in my mind now, it probably was 10 miles away. But then it felt like it was right there. And I accelerated and went off the road and, you know, had that whole crazy experience. You know what? I, I actually, um, you know, now that I think back about it, I, I think I no, you know what? I didn't. I did not. I bought that bike and I didn't have the class because I remember a buddy helping me uh, put mm -hmm. the bike on a trailer and taking it back to my house. Um, oh, it, awesome. It's funny when I took the Harley class. And again, this is five or six years ago. Um, I was I was at the time going, I'm going to buy a bike. I'm going to buy a Harley. Right. And then I, I remember taking the instructor and, and she jokes about it now because I talked to her and she was a different dealership and we kind of joke around. I asked her the question, I'm like, hey, how am I going to get this thing home after the after the four-day training class? She's like, you're going to ride it home. I'm like, okay, right? So, so it's amazing how things change, right? It was, uh, for me, it was interesting because I had, I'm assuming it's the same way everywhere. I had a permit when I took the class, obviously. I couldn't ride at night, but my class, by the time they did the paperwork, I had a license, but never ridden at night and had to ride home. <laughs> I was like, well, this is a... Uh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we had that at all. I, I think I took, I think I took the class and then because you took the class, you went down to the DMV or secretary state, whatever okay. it was. And then you just got your license. So, um, and you know, I, I actually traded that bike in and I bought a 2016 street glide special. So Ooh. that was my first real Harley. Um, and I got it in nice. denim black, which, I thought looked cool and it does, 
denim paint is the biggest pain in the butt. Um, and, and, you know, so, and my wife decided to start getting on a bike and, you know, a street glide special is probably not the best bike for somebody to be on the back of if it, Mm -hmm. you don't have a tour pack on it. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how you, you talked about the channel when I first started, as you know, Harley day rider HDR is, a is, is one of my best friends on the planet. Right. And, um, and he had a great channel. I ended up following him. I don't know how it happened. I used to watch a guy by the name of Sean smoke and then Harley day rider. I mean, that was it. And, uh, and they lived probably 40 miles away and they decided that they were going to come. Uh, uh, they said, Hey, let's go for a ride. I think I, probably hounded the guy for a while. Right. He's like, yeah, let's meet up for a ride. So we ended up uh, meeting up and, and I got to share this story with you. The day we met, it was probably 90, right? Ooh. 90 degrees. And we're, we're early. They show up. And at the time I'm wearing a light jacket and uh, you know, I'm thinking I'm being safe by wearing, you know, the, the windbreaker Harley things yeah. that really doesn't do anything for you. And, they pulled in, we introduced ourselves, got our comms going. And before we were out of this gas station where we met, HDR says to me, he goes, dude, aren't you sweating to death in that jacket? Because he had a short sleeve shirt on and fingerless gloves and stuff. And his wife's like, you just met him and you're already busting his chops. And I'm like, you and I are going to be friends. I can tell this real quick because we were busting each other's chops from, from five minutes. And, and I'll tell you what, after we rode a couple of times, um, again, on the street glide special, we, uh, we were out riding once and we decided to stop this little gas station convenience store to get something to drink. And HDR's wife and myself wanted to go in and get something. And my wife, she's like, I'm good. So HDR and my wife are outside and, uh, and, and his wife and I go in and we, I don't know, we're picking up some waters or something. And we walk back out and my wife looks at me and she goes, we got to get another bike. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, this is, this is fun. We're all becoming friends. I think I want to do some of the touring stuff. I think we need a bigger bike, you know, kind of like, you know, the HDRs had. So I joke that HDR owes me $30,000 all the time because it, it, who am I to argue with my wife? So I took that in okay. and then I bought a 2018 ultra limited. So that's how I ended that up. That is exactly bike. how we wound up with our bike. We had a intruder 1500 which is basically like the suzuki you started with but the bigger version of it yeah and we went out and rode by the time we came back i mean we've had it a while my wife about fell off the back of the bike she's like i don't think i can do this anymore and i was like okay yeah. well this is you know we kind of built this not lifestyle but at the time we've rode a couple of years together and uh so the next day I was like, you know, I want to go look at ultras, you know, because I, I really wanted a road glide like HDR has, but I couldn't, couldn't find one in my price range. My yeah. wife says to me, you know what, I'm going to go with you because if you test ride one, I'm already in pain. So it's either going to work or it's not. Sure. Well, long story short, we walked out with a bike <laughs> and uh, with the ultra, right? Yeah. With the ultra. And she, um, we're in the, we're in the, I can remember this like as yesterday, we're in the dealership and she's arguing with me. She's not literally arguing with me, but she's trying to convince me. And I remember this guy coming up to me, biker guy with his wife. And he's like, look, I don't mean to interrupt. Just buy the stupid bike. She's telling you to buy it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what, what year is yours? I forgot. So I have a 2014. So I have the, um, I have the twin cam, the one Oh three. Okay. Gotcha. And I, I couldn't, um, 
I was completely opposed to it. I never thought I'd buy a Harley. It just wasn't my thing. My buddy had one, you know, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. And then I test rode one and I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> you know, you, you know, what's interesting when I bought that bike um, and I was kind of looking around, you know, HDR rides a road glide and a lot of guys like road glides. And I was really trying to decide between both of them. There's a lot of people are like, Hey, ride the road glide, ride the road glide. And when I rode the Ultra, I just kind of fell in love with it. Um, even though for a big guy, I'm 6'2", 6'3". So it, it, at the beginning, it felt a little cramped until I modified the mm-hmm. bike a bunch. Um, I never l- rode the road glide. And I'm always careful talking about this on my channel, not to offend too many people. But um, that's kind of how it goes, right? I just don't like the look of the, the fairing in the front of the road glide. I just, I, from, I have, from uh, sitting on the seat, I just don't like the look. And that's just me personally. Yeah. I, I know it's better touring. I know it cuts through the wind better than mine. I, I just didn't like the look. But I think it's all relative. I mean, that was the first touring Harley I ever rode was a road glide. I took one out at Atlantic city Harley. And uh, I told the guy straight up, I'm like, I'm kind of scared of this. Like, you know, going from my Suzuki to this, I mean, it's like triple this. It feels like it's triple the size. It may not be, but in my mind. Sure. And um, he's like, Oh no, no, take it out, take it out. You can go out by yourself. So I took it out and I couldn't believe um, just how well that bike handles. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, it's, mine's the same way and especially now i totally get the harley thing because like you i've changed my bars i've changed my seat so now the bike fits me you know if somebody else sat yeah. on it they'd be like i hate this that's fine because it's not built for you <laughs> it's literally that's set right. up for me <laughs> um, yeah thank you'll ever thank you'll ever get rid of it yeah i, I really want a road glide i'm about three yeah. years out from uh no child sport and that's gonna be that may or may not be my gift to myself <laughs> but there you, um, there you go i you know but that's the thing too in in having it and we've built these memories you know we went on that 13-day trip the bike fits me so every time i sit on a road glide i love it but then i start doing the math in my head of how we got to where we got now and i'm like i don't know if i'm that committed you know it seems <laughs> It seems fun in theory. I don't, I don't know. You know what? I, if I ever got rid of that bike and, and I don't know that I would, but you know how that goes. I never thought I'd get rid of my street glide either. Um, I would definitely ride a road glide um, just to see how it handles itself. But right now I've done so much to my bike and I like it. Uh, and, and I have a, a run around town bike, so mm-hmm. it, it makes it easy. I don't know if I'd go there or not, but who knows, and right? That, that's the thing, right? Because then you start doing the the math of, well, I could buy the bike and have bike payments, or I could spend that money and go on trips. And you know, the trips are yeah. what make it. You know, it's um, no doubt. Either you have the bike in the garage and it looks cool, or you have the bike out on the road, <laughs> you know, and you're not paying it a payment. So, but but that actually kind of rolls into this. So you were you met HDR, you became friends with HDR. Now, was he your inspiration to start your channel? You know what he? Uh, I you know he really was. I um, I started playing a little bit with the channel probably a mm-hmm. couple of years before then. I, I actually used to have a quad, and, uh, oh, cool. and myself and a bunch of buddies used to go to uh, um, the mountains and ride our quads every year for like a week. There were probably twelve of us. We did it year after year after year after year, and. Um, and, and I, and so I played a little bit with putting a, a camera on that because some of the mountain riding we did, if my wife ever saw it, she'd be like, don't ever do that again. It's not good for you. Right. 
Um, so I, it always I looks worse on video. It's that's the, the giveaway. Yeah, yeah, it actually looks better on video than. <laughs> you know, there are a couple of times you're like, you're like, you know, if I fall off this trail, I'm just hoping that the tree is going to stop me, and then I'm going to, you know, and a couple of guys die every year out there, so it's probably yeah. not the smartest, especially as I get older. But um, so that's the only that was my first experience. But I will tell you, yeah, it was really HDR. It's funny, and I have that first video of that ride together, and I remember joking that he was my ninth subscriber and that the first eight were and the first eight were my family. Wow. Right? And so, look where you um, are now. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool. And then, you know, ultimately we became close friends. So uh, that's amazing. awesome. Amazing what biking, biking does right for us at the end of the day, we're all humans and we have a cool common goal and a fun hobby. And it's amazing what it does. It's amazing that if you ride, regardless of your, for lack of a better word, social status or what you're into, that's the commonality. Like I've met lawyers that ride. That's all they want to talk about. I've met one percenters and all they want to talk about is your bike, which doesn't happen to be a Harley. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it, it's interesting exactly. what this, this, it really all boils down to that if you ride, that's the, that's the commonality. And I think yeah. that that's great. There's not yeah. much, there's not much like that. Or I think it's interesting too, with the Harley, if you have anything branded Harley, you can go anywhere and wind up with nine more friends. When you leave a restaurant, my wife's come back from the ladies room and with these people and they're like, Oh, we ride too. And next thing you know, these people are at your table. You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's, no, uh, it's, it's really know, cool. You know, it's funny saying that I was, um, I was doing an interview of a, of a sales candidate for, for business, I don't know, a couple, a couple months ago. And, um, you know, by the time they get to me, normally they've already interviewed and we think they're the right candidate. And I'm just trying to figure out, is, you know, is this person a good citizen type thing? And so, you know, I, I ask a bunch of personal questions, you know, up to the point where I'll get myself in trouble. Um, and one thing I, and I was, I was talking to this lady and I said, Hey, what do you like to do outside of work? What make what makes you tick? Right. And she was, she was like reluctant. She's like, well, you know, I got, I got a hobby, but some people don't think it's right. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I ride motorcycles. I ride motorcycles. I'm like, that's great. I got two Harleys. Right. So it's, but it, it was one of those things that kind of stuck me. I'm like, why, you know, why is that? Why does it bother you to tell me that? She's like, well, you know, different people have to, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. Right. We're all brothers and sisters, especially when we ride to me. Yeah. It, it's amazing to me how, that commonality bonds us, but it's also like you said, some people are like, Oh, I'm, you know, you're not a biker. Like you, we all get yeah. it. You didn't, you know, we don't, you're not busting up bars in the weekends. Maybe you are, but exactly. <laughs> most people aren't. Oh, that's funny. So do you have a theme for your channel? Because your channel has this really positive formula. It's it's. I watch your videos, and even from the very beginning, and I feel like it's like, oh, it's Bodine, as though I knew you my whole life. It has that very like personable, and I think that that's what the your followership is so strong for that. I mean, did you did you start out with that? Is it something you just naturally developed? You know, I I, I wish I was more brilliant and had this great plan and strategy, but it is really getting on the bike and just. I, I kind of joke all the time and, and that it's my therapy, right? It's, it's my mm -hmm. way to talk to people. So I don't have to do that, you know, uh, outside of that. And that's something I want to talk to you about towards the end, if we can, but um, absolutely, just, it's just my, my way of, of uh, relaxing. 
And, you know, I, I've noticed a lot of folks get burnt out doing what you and I do, right? Um, I just can't see myself doing that because to me, I've made it to where it's hopefully more fun than it mm-hmm. is a chore. Uh, it's more of a challenge in the winter to get content out. But, you know, I, you know, I would like to say I was smart and had some sort of strategy, but it's really get out. Um, I think one thing I, I'm pretty critical of myself. I think things I got to do better. I got to do more, some more gear reviews and it, which is nice. Uh, they're, the, they're fun, but man, they just take time. That's a time suck. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've done a couple of things to the bike that I was actually, you know, set up and videotaping and it was so difficult and it was going to take so much time. I'm like, heck with the video. I'm just getting this done. Right. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking as I want to do things a little bit better next year and, you know, some more quality and some more trips. And cause I think that you get into a habit of if you're going out on the bike and you're talking, right. And you have a subject that people are interested in. Um, I think that's good, but I think if you do too many of those in a row, that causes a challenge. So to sure. me, to me, I really want to break it up with some gear reviews, some stuff, some stuff on the bike, uh, the light life with my wife, and then some trips. And this past year has been tough for trips for all of us, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> we'll but, you know, positivity I, there. <laughs> I should, I should come up with uh, some sort of strategy for the channel. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a positive guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really don't. And that's. The best yeah. part, because YouTube's so negative anymore. It's yeah, I, I really don't have. Um, I'm pretty easy guy to get along with, or I'm awful to get along with, right? So, if you're a positive person, I'm gonna gravitate towards you, and if you're a negative person, I'm gonna get as far away from you as I can. It's just sure. too much energy. Got to prioritize what's important in your life, and I think that uh, over the last year or so, things that have happened in my life has made it real easy to do that, right? Oh yeah, you've not had a uh, you've had a difficult year for sure. <laughs> been fun we knocked it out though yeah i think that the, i think the therapeutic value i mean i think it's very um somebody asked me one time why do i think that motorcycles provide that therapeutic thing and i was like well because you're pretty much concentrating on not dying and now that's that's completely exaggerated but yeah. i feel like it's your mind so busy with something that almost becomes free because you you just your mind's almost so overloaded at times that it's relaxing and I don't know why. I mean, I yeah. wish I could explain it better. You know it if you ride, right? Yeah. You know why a dog sticks his head out the window for sure. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because um, I, I filmed the video that'll be out in a month or so. Cause I, I only have probably four or five videos left. Cause I do stack my videos because of the winter time. Right. So <sighs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have, I'll have the next four or five videos are ones that I did a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. And I did one on why I ride. I think I was going to title it why we ride. And then I'm like, I can't talk for everybody else. Right. And why I ride. And it's funny when it was one of those things that wasn't planned. It was just, I was out. So I started talking about it. And when I first started, I'm like, all right, what am I going to talk about before I hit the the go button? Um, and then I just hit the go button and I could have mentioned, I think I called it the top five things or something like that. Yeah. I could have mentioned 20. I mean, it was, to, to me, and I, and I know you know this because you're a fellow rider, um, there's something about, to me, senses of being outside. Uh, I don't look at everything when I'm in a, in a car or my truck. Um, I don't look at 
signs that say 20 mile an hour turn. I never even knew those. Honestly, I felt like I never even knew those signs existed until I got a motorcycle. I think it's just the way I look at the world and the road and everything is different when I'm on a bike. That's the, the, I've been lucky enough to take a few people with me over the, over the 10 years I've been riding that never were on a bike. And everyone says the same thing. Like, did you smell that? Did you feel how the air changed? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but, but sometimes you forget about it too. You know, that was the best part about taking Katie and bringing her along for the ride was to be able to experience that again. And it's that constant reminder of how lucky we are. You You know, know, there's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of country roads here and, you know, I moved here recently from Pennsylvania that has great roads to Michigan. It's pretty flat. Um, and I actually moved to the, probably the best part of the state for that I could ride and still have some cool roads. And I always go by this dairy farm on one of my favorite paths and it stinks to high heaven when you go by there. And for some reason it's okay. I don't know why it is. It's kind of okay. Right. I joke about it, but it's just, it, perception and 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 how you smell and look at things is so much different on a bike at least for me no and and i think it is and it's very hard to um i feel bad for people that have watched it but never experienced it because it's really hard to explain why i've had this discussion all the time my parents are perfect example we spent you know you have a thirty thousand dollar motorcycle i bought it used it's obviously not what i paid for it but right a rational person doesn't, <laughs> I shouldn't say rational, but a person goes, well, that's a car payment. Yeah. But it, I never looked forward to riding in my car. I mean, exactly. I like my car, but exactly. it's, you know, I've never stressed over. I never sat up all night going, I wonder what kind of seats I should get in my car. You know, it's <laughs> just completely different. You don't experience. go out in the garage and hug it when it's cold. Like, Oh wait, no. I don't do that. I do. Somebody told me they did that. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have done that, no. <laughs> or, or sit on it in the dark when it's snowing out. Or you look at your phone and realize you have more pictures of your bike than your kids. But, I mean, not that <laughs> if they're watching, that's not true. But <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you've mentioned traveling. Do you have a trip that you've done that was something that's probably been your most memorable? You know what? I uh, A couple of years ago, we did what was called the West Virginia Moto Vloggers Meetup. And I think this is before before you and I met, and it was I've really heard about that. Yeah, it was really myself, uh, uh, HDR, and a guy Bruce by the name of he goes by D Best One A. I don't know if you follow him or no, not. No, it doesn't ring a bell. He's a uh, a New York City police officer, and the three of us were kind of friends. And we said, "Hey, let's go down and go down into West Virginia and, and ride. And maybe we'll invite some people." Right, our channels were small and. And uh, we went from just the three of us to we had 28 bikes, 38 people, 37 oh, wow. people. Um, and it, it ended up being a big thing. There's uh, we don't want to take credit for it, but there's a lot of those meetups. There's a meetup coming this year. Um, and, and we did that. And I'll, I'll tell you what. I loved it, that um, it, it was a lot of fun, a lot of work. I would never lead one of those things again. You know, we had guys that were responsible for, you know, how are we going to do the housing? How are we going to have meals? Um, I, I was the safety guy, right? And when you get 30 plus people together that you don't know on some tough roads, um, you know, we ended up breaking people into groups of four or five that worked for us. And we had a, yeah. a fast, a moderate, a slow group. So I think it helped us. But um I think that was probably the the first big trip I went on. 
myself, HDR and Bronco ride went on a, a trip where we didn't tell anybody about it. Um, last year that was, uh, was just a riot. It was just a riot hanging out with those guys acting like we were 15 and that's and, awesome. And riding some cool roads. So it was a lot of fun. Cause you rode route six. Was it this year or last year? You that was last year. Route six road last year. Okay. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. That well, bridge definitely is a lot of fun. Fantastic. Yeah. Looking that's forward awesome. to this coming here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, we traveled in September and while it was great that everything was so cheap and desolate, it, on the other hand, a lot of stuff wasn't open. So it was like a catch 22. Some things were cool, but. Yep. Luckily, they didn't shut down Niagara Falls. They, they didn't stop the falls for the COVID. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> but that's awesome. When you moto blog, do you have a go-to ride that you like to do? Because I know a lot of people say like they have a, like a loop that they like to do. Or even when you're not vlogging, do you have – like I, I like to ride River Road in Pennsylvania up in, through New Hope. That's sort of just been a place that I've always – sort of gravitate towards riding. Do you have a, a certain ride that you, you like is the, like that farm is that sort yeah. of your ride? You, you know what I, I do? I, I would tell you probably I have two or three of those. Um, and that's one of the things I think I want to do a little bit differently. I mean, it's a gorgeous ride, especially in the fall. Uh, there's, there's a couple of roads I go down. It's kind of funny in the fall time. A lot of times you'll get stuck because There'll be a photographer and people that just got married that'll actually take over the street and take pictures. It's that beautiful type stuff. Oh, wow. Um, so there are a couple of those, but I definitely want to, you know, branch out a little bit, not do as much of that, especially for the channel as I normally do. Uh, if you really look close at every one of my videos, you'll probably see that 80% of them are on three rows, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd like to really revisit some stuff and, and maybe go to some, definitely go to some different places. Uh, in Michigan, you got to figure out where that's at because it's a pretty flat state, but uh, there's some pretty cool stuff. So I'll be doing a lot of that this coming year. Awesome. What did, what inspires you to create? Like, do you, do you, cause I know for me, even doing it the short amount of time, you start hitting these walls. Do you have like something that keeps you going? Cause I know we talked about it earlier. A lot of people talk about burnout and just how, and I think it's especially in this day and age where everybody thinks they're going to be famous. You know, you see, you see it with every channel and every style of YouTube where they, they go, go, go. And then it just kind of peters out or they take off for a bit. Yeah. You know what? To, to me, I think it's the reason why you do it. Um, to, to me, it was originally cause Hey, I honestly, I thought it was kind of cool, right. Go around mm -hmm. and, and talk to people and, then when I figured that people liked it and watched it, I'm like, okay, this is really cool, right? And then you go through that that early stages going, wow, I'm getting a lot of people that are coming to my channel. This is really cool. And then you got to realize why you're doing it, right? Um, I, I think a couple of things that I fight or one thing that I really fight is when I go out riding, I am always ready to vlog, right? Okay. And I think I need to stop that, right? Because I think at times that takes away from why you ride. So I really, at the, towards the end of the year, started making sure that while I had the gear on for it, in case I came across something, I try not to do that. But for me, it's about the people. It's about comments. It's about um, relationships that you, you have. I mean, two of my best friends in the world I met on YouTube, yeah. right? Um, and we give each other our last dollars, right? That type of thing. So that's the cool part of it to me. 
I will tell you, you go through some of those phases where it's a little tougher. Um, I don't know about your channel because I know you've been growing like crazy, especially lately. Um, I think the last couple of months has been slow for me or slower from me than usual. Yeah. It's um, it's almost been disturbing. You put something out and you're like, hello, is anybody there? Did they ban <laughs> me? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I used to I used to view uh, my my videos on how many people watched or how many new subscribers I got. Now I view it on how many people are commenting and how many interactions can I have. And mm-hmm. I think when my mind changed from why I did this, I think that's where my my channel took off. Um, okay. And, and and I know you had a huge video, right? That hopefully brought brought tons of. Yeah, but but I'll tell you what, it was almost a, well, I'm sorry, can finish your thought? I don't want to interrupt you. Well, I, you know, I guess it was uh, March a year ago when I was really first starting off, I went to Daytona Bike Week and and, and I took my vlogging equipment. I actually went with my next door neighbor. It's a funny story. I went, I did a vlog on, should I really is it going to offend this guy if I'm vlogging and not talking to him while I'm riding? And, and we ended up not getting comms on, but, uh, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know if he likes it. If, you know, so I, I ended up doing it. It's funny because we rode a couple of times and I'm just like, I can't, fo- I told him, my wife, I'm like, I can't follow this guy anymore. I mean, he's just, he's, he's unsafe. Right. And his wife was new to it. Never realizing that the guy was going to start watching my channel. Number one. So I had to take that video down. Whoops. <laughs> Fortunately, to say. <laughs> and they're still good friends. We moved away from, from Pittsburgh. But one of the things I did is I brought, uh, I brought my camera gear and my laptop. So every night after we rode up the coast or we went downtown at night or we saw all the other books, I, other bikes, I stayed up late and did a video and put it out every night. And my channel just blew up from that point. Wow. That's really what when I look back at things, it was bike week two years ago that really got going and got some exposure for me just because I put videos out and there's so many people that are at, can't go to bike week so they can see somebody, you know, riding. Um, That's fair. They can kind of share. So how about you? You know, I don't, I don't know. I was talking to somebody about this last night and it, it got to be a bit of a quite frankly, he did conversation. They're, they're new to YouTube. They have about 150 followers. He's a great guy. It's, it's the conversation wasn't heated because of who he was, but I, I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Like you said, if you get, if you get followers, that's fine, but are they truly followers? You know what I mean? Like having, having a sub count that that's growing is great. But then when you look at the demographics, if you really dive into that rabbit hole, and you start realizing that these people sub because they loved one video and they've probably never watched your channel again. So to your point, I think it's more of the people like yourself, you know, people that you have an interaction with, whether it's on Instagram or YouTube, that you have a camaraderie with rather than this number that's sort of a really fake thing in a way, you know, I mean, I know content yeah. creators that have three, 4,000 followers and they're in the same boat. Everybody is right now. There's just nothing. People are either burnt out on YouTube or it's the holidays or, or for whatever reason. And it's, I feel bad because they think that that number truly doesn't represent the quality of content people bring. 
Because you know, I've seen people that are crazy high and yeah. have terrible content as far as the quality of it. And then I've seen people that are just starting that are, it's like watching a movie. Yeah. So it's hard. You know what? I, I agree with you. And it's really hard because, you know, we were both there when you're first getting going because you don't know what you don't know. Right. You, you just don't. I mean, I, I, I watch some folks that I follow that maybe don't have the content that, that I would. And believe me, there's a million people that have better, much better content than I do. So definitely not putting myself above anybody else, but you know, they're so fixated on getting to a thousand, right? The magical thousand. Um, and, and you know, at the end of the day, I will tell you, I think my attitude started to change a little bit once I hit a thousand because in it, I don't want to say it didn't matter. And it's not because of the YouTube bucks. I'm not getting rich. You know, I make enough money to put gas in my bike in the summer. Right. Um, but I think it was one of those, it's a, it's a goal, but why is it a goal? Right. And then after you got through the thousand, it, you just kind of take off. I know you're really nearing that point now and you'll pull that away. You'll, you'll be in the thousands. You'll be in 10,000 in a couple of years, but it's uh, you know, again, I think it's the purpose of doing it. Um, I still give people on my channel that said, Hey, love your channel. Um, new sub, keep them coming. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, you'll see an hour later, your sub count go down one and you know, it's that person. Right. Um, yeah. and, I, and that's just such the wrong reason. So I'm not the only person that tries to figure that out. <laughs> You're like, huh? I, I, you know, from a, from a, from a business perspective, I'm an analytic guy. Yep. So I can, I, you and I are probably a lot of the same. I can read the analytics back and forth to you on, on, on YouTube and, uh, Colin and I, Bronco, right. Talk about this all the time is, you know, how to get into the algorithm. Right. Um, and I I think that we're getting better at what that looks like. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, if, if that takes over the fun of writing and takes over vlogging, then then I would stop doing that. But honestly, I have fun doing it. And if people still want to watch my crazy butt talking to myself on a bike, Hey, that's great. Right. (laughs) That's awesome. So the one that we, we had touched on this and I think it's a very simple question. Um, I'm a huge fan of the documentary. Why do we, why we ride? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my question. And I like to ask these people at its very core at the elevator pitch level. Why do you ride? I mean, is it, what is it about riding that is you, that you've become that person? Uh, to me, it's just you and the bike mm-hmm. and where you're at at the time and the experience that you're going through. Um, it, it puts everything else aside. You know, I, I always tell people I've never went home back from a ride and my wife goes, how was the ride? And I go, it was bad or crappy. Never. It's never, ever happened. Right. Um, I could go through the rain. I'd be like, Hey, it was great. I was out on the bike. You know, it, it's, and, and you know, this, it's just that feel that you get when you're riding that you notice things differently. And, and, uh, and I love it. And you know what? I always joke about when I get old enough and can't, hold up my 950 pound bike. I'll get a three wheeler. I don't care. As long as I can continue doing that. Right. I'm all for it. So I I think it's, it's really funny that. Yeah. Once you get that bug, there's just no, it's, you know, it's like, what you know, if I told my wife this with all that was going on, it's like, you know, if it comes down to eating ramen noodles or the bike, we're keeping the bike. I'll take the ramen noodles every day of the week and I'll be happy. (laughs) My, My wife was joking with me when I, she said, so if there was a decision between, the motorcycle and me, 
what would you say? She can't ask that question. That's and, that's and I said, cool. I, I said, it'd be, I said, I would tell you it's been a good run, honey. <laughs> well, I actually, that brings me into the question I was going to ask. So now it becomes even worse because which bike do you keep? Cause you're living the two bike dream. You've got the, the road King it's classic, correct? It is. It's yeah. a, yeah. So I the ultra. Yeah. So I, I, I think I told you I used to ride a quad in the mountains for years. Um, and you know, as you get a little bit older, um, that's fun because you're with a dozen buddies for 10 years in a row, one, one week. Um, but at some point it starts getting a little hard on the body. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I always wanted a used bike. I, I'm, I'm not a mechanic. I can still work on a bike, but I would tell you that, you know, I, I can do maintenance and service and all that stuff. But if I have something serious, it's got to go to the dealer. Right. Uh, or it's got to go to somebody, not necessarily the dealer That's probably a bad, bad word, but, um, I, I decided that I wanted a road king for the longest time and wanted to use bike one, something classic. And I, so I started looking at used road Kings. Um, and I found a guy that had one on a bike I liked and I was talking to him about it. And I said, Hey, I, you know, I'll come over and look at it. I think he wanted like five grand for it, 4,500, something like that. So my road Kings at 2000 road King class is a 2000. And I said, Hey, would you ever, cons-? and I've never done this in my life because I have this quad that's sitting in a corner of my garage with a cover on it that I basically take out for five or six days a year. Right. Okay. I bought a trailer for it. I pull it. Right. Uh, and, and we go, we went to the, we go to the Hatfield and McCoy trails, which was what escaped me earlier. And uh, I said, Hey, Jerry, would you consider trading a quad for part of the bike? And the guy's like, actually, I'm looking for one for my son. I said, really? So I loaded, I loaded my quad up in the trailer. I took it over to him. Uh, the weather was bad. It was almost winter time. And uh, I looked at it. He looked at the quad, rode it around. Guy says, uh, tell you what, give me a thousand bucks in cash. We'll switch titles. And wow. I couldn't get a, my checkbook out fast enough. And I ended up trading my 2000 Road King for an old quad that I had and a thousand bucks. Wow. So uh, that's a beautiful bike. Yeah. And, and you know, it really is. And I haven't, it had a stage one done to it. Um, I haven't really done anything with it. I love it. It rumbles. It's an old bike. It's, um, you know, I never take my phone out with that bike. You know, I, I always joke that I probably only this, I probably look stupid because I have a full face helmet. That's like tan with a black bike that I should have some cooler helmet <laughs> with. Right. Um, I love that bike. Um, and people ask me all the time, which one do you like better? I, it's like two kids, man. I love them both. I, I really do. When I, when I get on the, the ultra and I've done so much stuff to it, it's such a great mm-hmm. bike. It's such a touring bike. I'm like, ah, I love this bike more. But then when I go for a quick 50, 60, 70 miles on the road King, I'm like, I'll never get rid of this bike. <laughs> right. So I I'm, I'm fortunate, but, uh, I'm fortunate to run into a guy that was looking for a trade on something I don't use anymore. So uh, it's, it's, awesome. I, it's, I'm fortunate to have two bikes. That's for sure. That's awesome. And and I, I think it's great too, because you have uh, especially if you work on it, you can, you can have one down and one still running, which is awesome. I had a commuter bike for a while and that was the best part about it. You know, you didn't, yeah. you had the best of both worlds. I had something that one up was fantastic, but my wife wrote on it once it was done. She's like, mm, Nope, never going again. <laughs> Like, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I do have to tell you what, buying a road king wasn't bad for my channel, to be honest no. with you, because there's a lot of, and, you know, we talk about analytics all the time. I will say my analytics changed when I started doing some videos on the road king. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I got, believe it or not, a, a younger crowd that started yeah. to watch my channel from when I just wrote on the on the limited, right? So, um, but yeah, it's it's fun. I like I like them both. The limited's definitely a, a different YouTube market because yeah. it's it, it it's it's a shame because it got the perception that it's like the retiree bike. Yeah. But, but it's like the most comfortable thing in the world. I was, somebody was giving me crap the one day about um, having the lazy boy back for it, meaning the tour pack. And I was like, well, you take your sports store out and let's go ride. And the first time you get gas, I'm not even through my tank. I'm not even halfway. That's right. (laughs) And then when I get to the end of my tank, you let me know how you feel. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You'll be here one day. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, exactly. It, it gets back to uh, style over form over function. You know, it's yeah, it's no doubt. it's a much more comfortable bike. So you live in Michigan. One of the things that I always like when I travel is there as a as a local. What would you recommend to people? You know, are there things that you would recommend to people to check out that are off the beaten path? Maybe it's that restaurant. Maybe it's that place you guys go for ice cream. You know, yeah. You know, I. Uh, People have probably heard this, and I've done videos on it. I live about 10 minutes from hell. I actually live 10 minutes from hell, Michigan. And every, I don't know if you've heard about hell, Michigan, but almost every motorcycle guy that, and gal that rides in, in this part of the country has heard of hell, Michigan, right? So I will, I've gotten to the point where I started doing videos as I rode by that, because that's one of my favorite three roads going by where I would do something on, you know, the whole, the whole hell Michigan and it's really a, an ice cream place and two bars. I mean, it's really what it is. That's um, funny. So now I just ride it, ride by it. Don't say anything. And I'll just go, Oh hell or something like that. Right. So, um, and it's amazing how many people come out and go, is that hell Michigan? Is that hell Michigan? Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's less than a football field. Just so you know, from the one bar to the other one is not more than a football field. Right. Wow. Um, so that's a cool place. I, you know, I will tell you, I grew up in Michigan and after school, I moved out on the East coast, uh, mostly for business. And now I'm kind of back home. It's interesting as a kid, you grow up and go, let me get out of here. And then as, yep. a, as an older adult, you come back and, and, and you come back. Um, the upper peninsula of Michigan is probably the nicest country that, that you'll see. And I didn't spend a lot of time up there, um, but I've been following and watching people. And that's what the wife and I are going to spend a lot of time doing is ride and call it the UP of Michigan, <laughs> Upper Peninsula, Michigan. That's really the gorgeous place. I'm, I'm hoping to expose that part of a, of a, a pretty cool state that's freezing all the time um, to, to people and, and uh, explore it myself. So we look forward to that. That's awesome. That's um, now. If you were out in Pittsburgh, have you ever rode Route Six 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 in uh, Speaking of Hell in uh, PA? I, I, I have not. I only lived in Pittsburgh for two years. Okay, just over two years. Yeah, but you know, there's some great roads out in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it really. It's is. it's funny. We live. I mean, you could stand on my roof and see the Delaware River. That's how close we are to Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. But it's amazing that Jersey is so flat. You can ride through the Pine Barrens and you pretty much could just go to sleep and the bike will drive itself. It's so flat. And then you can go over to PA and you can be in the mountains in an hour and a half, you know, it's like some of the best riding you could ever do. Exactly. Um, So we talked about HDR and we've talked about Bronco ride. So that brings us to the, the 
the really the last question you started with fireside chat with the boys which i was lucky enough to be on and thank you again you're um, awesome you have this great dynamic with those guys and then I, I will tell everybody that you need to you need to watch that even if you don't catch it live even i mean even the live the people that show up in that is just great is that whose idea was that or is that just something you were like hey you know we sit around we're having a few beers why not videotape it and i don't i don't mean that in a negative sense it yeah. just feels natural it feels, you know it, it, it's um that's a good question it may have it may have come up with it may be hdr and you need to give him the credit for hey let's do this and see how it goes um you know, it's it's kind of funny. We 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 I wouldn't say a disagreement, but I wanted it called Sunday Night with the Boys or something like that. And HDR insisted on the fireside chat with the boys. So it's called Sunday Night Fireside Chat with the Boys. And uh and we did that and, and we started talking to folks and coming on and you know it went from having you know 10 people on maybe the first couple of times to you know we'll have 70, 80, 90, 100 people on though pretty consistently. And it, it amazes us because we're just three dudes getting on acting like, you know, little kids, but we talk about motorcycles. We talk about positive things, right? Um, we ask each other stupid questions. So people get to know us more and those people that come in there, they're our friends, right? So uh, we get, we get to put people on like you, um, you know, and, and you gave much more back than we gave you. I mean, you were just awesome. And we hope, hope that it helps other people's channels um, because when we first started that, I will tell you it helped our channel, but now all the people that are in there are people that already always come. Um, and you probably know we're on a little hiatus right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done it for six months, every Sunday night at six o'clock Eastern. And we stopped because um, you know, Bronco ride has a, a, a the business he, he is involved in is ties him up during the holiday uh, months um, and we'll get going back in the middle or late July. So we'll be consistent in these again and have guests from, you know, all over the world on, but, um, you know, we just, we found that it really bothered us to not have, we went like two weeks without it. And I don't know. We did a little Christmas special that we decided on two mornings before it, because we are good friends. We text each other in a group chat all the time. If I don't hear from them in two days, it's like, dude, you okay. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun for us. Uh, I and just think the chemistry is just fantastic. Yeah. It's because we're all weirdos. Is that's probably what it is. <laughs> but you know what? We we love bikes. Um, you know, we we always talk to guests that come on. We do the same with you. We're not going to talk politics because we don't care. We're not going to mm -hmm. talk about the beer virus, right? Everybody hears enough about that. We're going to get you away for an hour. We're just going to laugh together, talk to people, have fun, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny. We always do a debrief, and after I don't know, it was last Sunday, the Sunday before, we just got together after, and I was like, "Man, we miss this a whole lot." Um, yeah, we have our wives on one time. That's probably usually the best show because they embarrass us, and people seem to like that. So, well, and I think that it's genuine, right? Because it's not the the thing that I've noticed with YouTube, especially. Um, maybe not late, maybe it's more paying attention to it, but people sort of become these characters that, that they're not, they're amusing, but they're not necessarily relatable. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like it's your personality turned up a notch or two, which is you know, kind of say, if you ever met me in person, I'm probably the same way just with a cup of coffee. You know, I'm not right. like trying to be over the top. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that's what speaks to it. It, it it really feels like you're sitting down just talking to your buddies, you know? And, yeah. and I you know, I, I really, pre- I really appreciate that. I think in the last couple of months, a couple of people have made that comment. Um, and, and that's honestly the biggest compliment you can, somebody can give you, right. You, at the end of the day, you want to be yourself, not fake. I mean, HDR taught me on that first ride when I had nine subs, right. Which is keep it PG rated and be yes. yourself. Well, and I think that there's, there's two wins there. You're more marketable because everybody can watch you and you don't ever have to phone it in. You know, if if I had to be something else, I don't know. I could number one and number two, I couldn't sustain it. (laughs) Plus, you know what? People see that quick. Mm -hmm. People see it. It's funny. I was watching a video before you and I came on. Right. And it's, it's a, it's a, somebody's channel. It's a female that I like uh, and she's gotten big quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the video that I watched today just didn't make me feel good. It was one of those, hey, it was kind of a cool video, but it felt like it was more um, for the growth of the channel and it wasn't really mm-hmm. her. And, you know, a little bit, it's like, eh, you know, I want to keep watching a couple of videos, but that bothered me. And you can, people can tell that. You can sniff that crap out quick, right, with people. Yeah, and I think that that's um, what I was saying earlier, like with the reviews, it's, it's good for channel traction, but at the same yeah. time, if you just become the sham wow guy, you've you've kind of taken away from being yourself, right? Because I find myself trying to be more on my P's and Q's of what I'm about to say when I'm reviewing something because I want it to sound intelligent rather than yeah. if I'm just vlogging and I'm making no sense at all, but I'm having fun. You know? Yeah. You, you know what? I think there's one other thing, honestly, that gets to me. Um, and, and I, we talked earlier that I'm, you and I are both the same way with positive people, right? Um, I never get preaching. I, and there's a couple of folks that I like a lot and their channel is preaching to us about how we should feel and what we should do and what our goals mm-hmm. should be. And that just turns me off so much because at the end of the day, you know, we're all grown adults and, and I, and I know we get a little more set in our ways the older we get. And, and at the end of the day, you just got to be yourself and have fun. And uh, as long as it keeps continuing to be fun, I know you and I'll keep doing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's, it's a shame because I, I think that there's been so much negativity in YouTube lately where it's, it's, it's almost like you, that draws people in for whatever reason. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it takes away from the content that, as you said, is PG, it's positive, yeah. is not getting the viewership that it should because of that. You know what I mean? You're, at the end of the day, we're just people. This isn't my full-time job. If this ever became my full-time job, well, it isn't going to be my full-time job, number one. But but if it was, it's still, you know, I don't – there seems to be this thing where it's like, I'm going to start a channel, and now I need to get to 10,000K next week. You know, it's yeah. like – You know, and here's the other thing. It's And I, I always joke about this with a couple of people. It's like – you know, I, I, as you know, I, I like hunting, right? And I go to a hunting camp with a buddy. And we've always talked about building a structure or something. We always joke about how cool it would be to live out there, right? And then I'm like, but if we did that, that would take away from hunting camp. It would take away from mm-hmm. the experience. And if I was able to quit my job and do this full time, I think it would take away for the reason why I do it, if that makes any sense. It does. I mean, I, I started doing video production and it was really fun in the beginning. And then once it becomes a job, it's like anything, you know, it's, you enjoy it, but the, the things that I enjoy aren't 
work-related things. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it becomes yeah. a grind. You know, you're looking at the pile of things you need to edit. And you're like, uh, remember exactly. when this was fun? <laughs> exactly. So I need some advice from you. Sure. How can I make a video for the next couple of months when it's snowing out at my house? Got any good advice? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think the reviews are fun. I mean, yeah. you know, it, you kind of go through your pile of stuff or, or reach out to vendors. Um, and I, I, I know there's, maybe, I know there's, not, I know there's not an answer. I just, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, you know, no, but there is. I'm wondering if maybe that you can move the rotation of the fireside chat to the winter. So that way you can be in the summer and just be hooligans. You don't have to worry about being home on Sundays. Yeah. You know what? I will tell you that that or does, you let your wife start a Sunday show off cycle of yours, but uh, on your channel. Uh, uh, that, that'll just get me in trouble. That's a ridiculous idea. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no and way. She's out there buying a bike. And you yeah, know. dude, you're not talking to my wife ever. Just so you know that. Um, you know what? We, I will tell you, it is tough sometimes in the summer when you're out riding or you're spending the day with your family or whatever to get back for the show. Uh, and you know, this, I'm sure in kind of putting this together, um, we rotate ours, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, the host is, you know, every third week is yours and we do it on that person's channel. Um, there is no doubt that week you're on, you know, you're trying to get a guest, you're trying to hook up, make sure they got video and audio, you're preparing questions, and we try to share it with the people that want it, right? We don't want to surprise anybody or put them on the spot <clears throat> like you that didn't give me any questions, but that's okay. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it would, you know, there's a part of it. Uh, but you know what? It's amazing when we stop doing it, how many people reach out and say, hey, we get it. We love you guys. Can't wait till you get back. Kind of makes you want to keep doing it. And then every time we do it, and I, you know, we all have times where we're not on 100%, right? Mm -hmm. There's been a couple of shows where at like 10 to 6, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, come on, Bob, get it together, right? And 15 minutes in, I'm like, this is the greatest thing in the world, right? It's just yeah. that, it, it's just fun, right? So it's interesting when you hear from people that are just random people, you know, they're not necessarily a follower and they leave some comment, and you're like, oh, that somebody actually does watch this because <laughs> it it's very easy to, to forget that because everyone sort of becomes a statistic, right? It's yeah. great. You got a bunch of thumbs up and it's great that all your buddies comment on it, but it's really cool when it's just some random person, you know, that just goes, Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. And, and you know, I just kind of often, and we talked about this, there's an event this summer you may know about, um, that there's going to be probably 50 or 60 people and it's going to be motor vloggers. Right. And, and I think it'll be cool. It's funny when we did this West Virginia motor vlogger meetup, you know, we made a couple stops and everybody's walking around the camera. It was funny. I was just, I was just doing a video of everybody else. And there were four or five people there that followed the channel. And I found that I liked spending a little more time with them better. Mm -hmm. um, so I've actually thought of this year, uh, maybe doing something in Ohio for just people that follow our channels and not that doing a model awesome. vlogger. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to use the word as giving back because I don't feel it's that. It's more of meeting oh. new people, you know, and, 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 and same thing. We're right at the end of the day. So I, I think um, that that's actually a really cool idea. Give back in the sense of, you know, organizing something, but at the same time, maybe don't document it. Right. Cause we, it yeah. still happened. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and we went from having three or four of us riding to having 35 of us riding. So I, you know, you're, you're careful. And I don't know if you've had this yet, but I, I did a video that uh, actually was out Sunday um, that just talked about going on vacation with two other couples. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be, I saw that. Well, anybody that follows my channel knows who the two other couples are. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the hard part about it is, is you get people going, Hey, where are you going? Or, Hey, can you, can we meet you or, and, and you want to be nice, but we're, we've decided the six of us that we are going to protect this one. We're not necessarily, not that we're big enough people stalk us. Right. But you don't want to tell people, Hey, we're going to be 20 miles from you, but we can't stop by because we're going to probably limit our vlogging and focus on the, on the girls. Right. And just having a fun time together. Um, but it makes it hard sometimes. So doing something to where I could go down with my wife and, and meet a bunch of people, whether it's five people, 10 people or whatever, uh, it's kind of in the, in the works. So that's awesome. But, but I think it, it's to what you said. Now, I, I know I'm going to open up a rabbit hole when I say this, but we wear half helmets and full helmets. I wear my full helmet, obviously, when I'm vlogging. And I occasionally yeah. wear my half helmet, depending on temperature. Yeah. That's always the, that's always how I judge where the rides go. And I said to my wife, we were in half helmets or full helmets. And she says half helmets. It's like, all right, this is our ride. You know, this is the ride where we're that's out great. just riding and you're not worried about, you know. I was in Niagara Falls and people were IMing me on Instagram. Like, do you know Shade Tree's there? I'm like, no, because I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was great. Video, by the way. I was like, oh, thank you. That yeah. That had to be the absolute most fun to make and probably one of the lowest viewed videos I've put up. I, I remember you and I, t- we were talking at that point because I remember <laughs> you talking about it coming out. Um, and I remember you talking about how much fun you had doing it. And, and I will tell you what, that is the thing that is astonishing about if you get into doing this is you need to know that you're going to have a great video. I put a video out two weeks ago. That is the worst video for views that I've had since I started. And, you know, we do all the things about having the right thumbnail and the right title and, and uh, especially Bronco ride, we shoot stuff off of each other all the time. Right. And it didn't do very well. And I'm finally at the point in my uh, YouTube life, I guess, that I'm like, it doesn't matter. I had like 60 people that I know commenting on it. Right. And put out another video this Sunday that's doing better, much better. Right. So it's, uh, it's, it's sometimes those things that are fun to us, like the one you had, that mm-hmm. don't do well. And then I've put a video out that I thought would do crappy and it has, you know, 15,000 views since I put it out. So it's one of those things that you just, you don't know and you be yourself and talk about something hopefully that's interesting or show something's interesting and does how it does. Right. It's always the one that you're fixated on where you're like, Oh, the colors are off the camera sideways. And then people are like, Oh, this is the best video I've ever seen. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, The quality is great. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's awesome so as we wrap it up this is your time is there anything you want to plug anything you want to talk about coming up um i'll put all your social media links obviously in the description but can you just remind everyone where they can follow you and all that yeah i i i do and first before i say that one of the reasons that i had you on the channel and and that i personally gravitate towards you and like you because you know you're always um, trying to think about other people by saying hey let's What's your channel? And my channel is Bodine 52, right? It's the same on Facebook and, and uh, uh, on Instagram. But, but at the end of the day, I, I appreciate people like you that are, are, that are outside of this today doing the right thing. 
And I know that's a whole nother video and topic, but some of the stuff that you're doing for men's health um, it is astonishing to me. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure it's uncomfortable at times. I think it's um, I think it's something that hopefully society is getting better. And we, as men can talk about, um, you know, I have a, a, a nephew that was in Afghanistan and I'm kind of been close to him and he's starting to have some of those dreams. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm spending some extra time with him. Uh, and you know, at the end of every one of my videos, I always say, Hey, call a friend. Right. Yep. Um, That's all we five need to minutes do. go five, 10 minutes, go into the grocery store and, and looking in your phone and go, you know what? I, I haven't heard from Brian in a while. I'm going to go check on him. Right. Um, I think it's a lot more important than somebody watching my channel or watching your channel. And I just wanted to say, I appreciate what you do for, Ooh. for men. Keep, keep throwing that Thank message you. out there, man. Even when it feels like you're up against a brick wall, you're making a difference. I appreciate it. You know, and, and I think that, well, first off, I'm beyond flattered that you said that, but I kind of felt, and, and I still feel, and I try to tell people that no matter what you've gone through, if it's been traumatic, there's somebody that can learn from that experience. Yeah. You know, we talk, I haven't mentioned this on a video, but I'll say it. I was going to see a therapist. I went for like my second session. My wife was with me, we came out. And I'm like, this dude's a quack. I'm like, she's like, where are we going? I'm like, we're getting on the bike and we're going to go ride. We're going to ride until I'm done. Yep. We came home yeah. and I was like, you know what? This really is the therapy I need, right? Is to spend that time for myself. Yeah. And I think yeah. that we all need to give back. My father was huge in that, right? It's, you know, yeah. you don't, it, everybody has something to give, yeah. you know, and that's what I love about your channel is it's positive. You're not, you're not preaching to people. You're taking me out of the world for a few minutes. You know what I mean? And that's such a good thing to have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that. And I, I also try to look at things as, you know, even with the year we've had, this is a time period of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to pass. It's going to make an impact on you. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a time period. It's not your whole life. And, and uh, I think it's, it's up to us guys and, and gals, right. Make sure we're taking care of each other at the end of the day. And if anything has taught me over this last year is, you know, keep your family and your tight friends close and invest in them. Right. Yep. Which I think is why, why Jack and Colin, HDR and Bronco right now are such close friends. We invest in our friendship um, and it's easy. And that's to have a, work. It's, it's that's even a lot have, of work. Yeah. It's easy to have a million friends. And actually the video I said that didn't do good, real good yeah. was, you know, have a small circle of friends, yeah. but, it, but at the end of the day, you know, you want to be cordial and like, and spend time with everybody, but you can only invest in your family and a couple friends, right. Yeah. Truly invest in them. And, and the message that you're sending out, I, I think it's good. And I, I know it's an uphill fight and um, but you know, Hey, if it makes a difference, if, if one person calls a buddy, from my video or one person calls somebody from yours, then you and I, if we talk about our whole life and that happens, it was worth it. Right. You know, at the end of the day, right. It's, it's much like you said with YouTube, you know, you can go for the big win or you can go for the small win. That's realistic. Right. If, yeah. if I can make yeah. a difference in, in somebody's life, then that's what it's about. Right. It's exactly. The subs and everything that comes with that, like you said, you know, so I can fill my bike up. That's great. But yep, exactly. You know, the fact that you talk somebody potentially down is, is a lot more important. Amen to that brother. Yeah. So yeah. anything else you want to plug, you want to talk about? Nope. You know, we will again, have any to... odd dreams. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have those all the time. That's why I need to ride the bike. 
Um, you know, I, I will tell you late January, the, the Sunday night, uh, fireside chat, that'll, nice. that'll be back probably the last Sunday in January. Um, and then we'll be consistent with that. I, I like that again, for all the reasons that we've talked about, but it's like a hundred of your friends getting together to chat for an hour a week. That's probably the coolest part. Uh, I mean, you're going to put all my social media stuff down in there, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I always tell people to check out people's channel and content. And if you like it, stick around. If you don't, you know, you move on. Right. But um, hopefully it hits with people. And I'm just lucky to meet a lot of friends like you uh, yeah. doing what we do. You had said something and not to, not to go back to it, but I think it's important. I appreciate so much that what you do in the community and, and Bronco ride and HDR do that you bring others up. So many people are so like, it's the wizard. You can't see what's behind it. Or, you know, you're not, at, yeah. you're not worried about what someone can do for you as much as you could potentially expose other people to that person. And I think that that's, that's beyond grateful. I'm beyond grateful. And I think it's beyond gracious that you do that because there's so many people that are so afraid of their branding and, you know, that they don't ever want to let somebody get up, you know, up, get a hand up, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at at the end of the day, we're, um, we're, we live in, we live in a house. We're not on the street. We're not, you know, Hey, everything's not perfect, but uh, there's a lot of people worse off and, you know, it's like there's an age when you when it's cool when you're a kid that you get Christmas presents, and then it's cooler when you give a Christmas present, right? Yeah, it's it's the same thing, and it, I think it becomes natural after you make that change inside yourself to try to make a, a difference, whether it's paying for the coffee behind you when you're in line, or right, or or doing <laughs> what you can, and it could just be calling a friend, right? So it's it's amazing what a random act of kindness can do. That's for sure. Yeah. That yeah. should be the message. That that's. Uh, that's it. That's it. I like it's a that. Wrap. <laughs> that's another vlog. I'm going to go make that right now. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I always, and I'm going to ramble for a second, but I was watching a Ted talk on a, and I wish I'll link it in the description. It's a mental health department of a police department. And one of the things that this guy said is that when you ask somebody how they're doing, mean it. Yeah. actually wait for the response and it may not be a positive response, but you know, it's, it's about doing that. You know, I just, just real quick. I, um, <laughs> I, I, I you and I could talk forever. I, I used to, until I moved here, I was uh, in the heating and cooling business. Right. Okay. And I, and I, I remember walking in the warehouse um, one day and, and one of our guys was working in the warehouse and he didn't have safety gloves on. Right. And the company I worked for at the time, if you didn't have safety gloves on, you were getting two days off, right? Safety is the most important yeah. thing. Oh, absolutely. And and I kind of remember walking in the uh, walking in the office, and I said, "Good morning, George." I remember George this day; he's still there. Said, "Hey, good, good morning, George. Um, hey, uh, put your gloves on, brother." Right? And and I kind of walked in, and you know, he was. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he was worried that I was going to suspend him for a couple of days. <laughs> And uh, he kind of stuck his head in, man. And I said, hey, man, I give a shit about you. I don't want to get hurt. Right. And at the end of the day, it's if we regardless of what we do for a living, what what religion we are, what race we are, ultimately, at the end of the day, we try to to take care of each other, even as it's one person at a time. Right. Even if it's telling one person to put gloves on because I don't want to get hurt, then then we probably done better than 
than uh, than some others. So yeah, and you left you as cliche as it sounds, you left the world a better place that day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, we should run for president, vice president. Now, what do you think? Okay. I, um, I want to be vice president cause that's only like supermarket openings and like, you know, the fun <laughs> stuff. I don't want to do the serious stuff. Yeah. Pass man. I don't have that in me. Plus they'll look <laughs> into my background. They'll never, they'll never bring me on. <laughs> Plus they don't let you drive anymore. You can't, I mean, you think they're going to let me have my bike. That's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Even my, bike up for power what, you, that was what a narcissist idea. does that yeah can you see that hey i'm the first president that rides his bike to work every day no if i can't ride then that's it i'm out yeah i don't right? care what i can afford or what power i have that's just gonna exactly. corrupt me exactly. well thank you very much and like i said you you in my opinion have set the milestone for what people should be and giving back and having that that realistic um honest approach so thanks brother sure right that, back at you and I'm going to make sure that we link all your stuff, link you uh, up with the guys. Um, I can't say enough that if you are watching this video, you have to check out Boudin's channel, subscribe, catch the fireside chat, and you have to watch the wife episode. I don't care what you do. Stop what you're doing when you see this. That's my wife laughed herself hysterical. That's all. She still talks about that. She's like, are they going to bring them back on? <laughs> oh, that was the first one we did with the fireside chat with the girls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will tell you, and you can tell That's your wife curious. this. So we have decided our first one back in January are going to be with the girls. That's awesome. So she, you earned a fan the moment that came on. She was like, I'm sold. This is the best YouTube <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, and, you yeah. know, it just speaks to being genuine. Well, I appreciate it. I've talked your ear off. I genuinely appreciate it. You bet. Thank you for taking the time to come on. Thanks, brother. Be safe. Check on a friend. Yeah, absolutely. There are All words right. to live by. Thank you. All right.